It's Audio Mo, day six, sixth of June. Quite a significant date um, in Europe and America, um, Canada, and a lot of the Commonwealth, um, because it's the, uh, the 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 D-Day landings, which um, are widely seen as the start of the um, liberation of Europe in the Second World War. I commend a um, audio mo from Mark Cotton, um, who um, posts an audio every year um, of the first guy um, landing at Pegasus Bridge. Um, it's an absolutely gripping piece of um, um, audio to listen to him recounting hearing this guy and, and talking to this guy um, so many years later. And Mark is an absolute um, genius when it comes to podcasting too. And one of the joys I've had of Audio Mo is connecting with people like Mark and, and learning a bit from really experienced podcasters like him. Um, but I digress a little bit because, I'm again, I want to salute him and I also want to salute his his post on the 6th of June because it's it's quite a um, an evocative piece listening to him recount hearing someone who landed on um, the 6th of June, you know, Pegasus Bridge, just after midnight. But I also... And reflecting a little bit um, on what what D-Day really meant um, beyond this particular day. I mean, my my grandfather was a major in the Royal Artillery, and his heavy battery, because it was a heavy battery, landed after D-Day, and he, so his experiences in in Europe were um, post D-Day, because um, you know they were they were big guns that were designed to destroy. Um, large emplacements and fortifications, but I'm even more struck from my mother's side. She was a, um, uh, although she was born in Australia, she was a born of German um, parents um, who'd fled um, Germany in um, the late 30s, but family were left behind. And I was very, very fortunate when I um, was working in Strasbourg at the university there. Um, I was close enough to Hamburg um, and I had a great aunt um, my my grandmother's sister, who who stayed in Hamburg, and survived the war, um, living in a fear of what the Nazi regime were going to do to her. She has a very interesting perspective of what area bombing and what bomber command did, and the Hamburg firestorm, and then that sort of thing, because she felt it was one step close to her being free from the day-to-day fear she lived in. So for her, the news of D-Day and the landings in Europe were really a, a graphic illustration that for her hope was over the horizon even if it was only a year away so I'm gratified that I was able to talk to her she was in her um, late 80s when I um, was, was talking to her in the early ni- 1990s uh, late 1990s sorry um, but she had a, a very visceral vivid recollection of those those years in the um, you know, 1944 and 1945 and what Ham, living in Hamburg was like and I think she appreciated the, the sacrifices um, across the board in terms of bringing some kind of stability to Europe which we possibly are currently throwing away but I won't go down that particular um, track at the moment but merely to yes, I think it's it's very appropriate to, to, to remember what people did and uh, back then and what they were really working for. And I think it's that kind of um, hope that we, we really need to, to focus on right now. And I do think um, of my great aunt and 
sadly my mum passed away in February and I, I, I do think of her quite strongly at the moment and, and what the impact of all that had on, on her life and, and upbringing.